Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Your House, My House podcast. I am Madison. I'm Priscilla. And we are so happy and thankful that you are here joining us on our podcast today. Yeah, today we're going to talk about things that have been healing to us, moments, um, methods, really whatever comes to mind um, in regards to healing from trauma. And also, Madison, I know you've gone through some pretty dramatic events in your life, too. So, um what's helped us kind of like stay strong or even hang in there when we're not strong. Exactly. Yeah. I think, um, today's conversation is one of those that I feel like is maybe often missed, but is super duper important. Um, you know, I just think in general in life, right? Like even after a hard week, what do we do that, that keeps us grounded? Um, that is allowed for us to um, just kind of release the the weight that we carry. Uh, so I, I look forward um, to having this conversation with you, Priscilla. Um, and I'm excited to hear about your methods. Um, and I'm excited to, I guess, share mine too. So with that being said, Priscilla, what is it you do that keeps you grounded, that is healing to you? Um, either while, while you're going through something, um, traumatic after you've gone through something, um, traumatic, I want to know all the things. Mm. Yeah. I think like probably a lot of people, I'm really imperfect at this. I don't do it as well as I should have, if we're talking about like self-care, um, And I think the moments of healing um, with other people or through therapy or through journaling happen way less frequently than they should um, Mm -hmm. in probably all of our lives. Um, A big thing for me uh, when going through something traumatic, probably a big portion of how I got through what I've talked about with my childhood trauma in the past episodes has been journaling. Um, And I swear, like if you listen to the past episodes and if you listen or if you read my journals, you would be like, does this girl ever get a break? But the truth is, is that I only turn to journaling when it's like my last resort. Like um, I don't have like a consistent journaling habit. Um, And so Mm -hmm. when I journal is when there's extreme feelings of either hurt or like anger. Um, So it had actually been years since I journaled, but actually like last week I was just feeling like intense feelings of rage. And I was like, I can't it was around like work and like just the business situation. And I was like, but then it also kind of into a personal relationship. 
Um, and I was like, hmm, how am I going to deal with this? Because some of it tied back to like childhood trauma um, and like kind of manifesting things um, and maybe in my own work. And I just journaled about how like angry I was. And it wasn't until I journaled that I actually knew like I knew what was going on like but like then I got all the like little pieces um and so I wouldn't say it's solved but now it just exists in space and now I can think about it and try to find solutions to it so um and I did that like all throughout childhood like it was one of the big ways that I coped um when things were unfair or mean things were sad etc yeah how about you oh my gosh I feel like I have a lot I could say about this topic um I guess for me for starters I um like when I am struggling if I'm going through something that's hard if my depression creeps into my life, if I, um, you know, any circumstance or situation, I feel like there's always this part of me that just wants to isolate myself. Um, I have this side of me that wants to shut everything out, um, shut the world out, um, kind of go silent for a little bit on social media, um, not leave my house, um, and just be alone. I remember so much of that. It's this huge, like, I feel like, I feel like, first of all, I, I'm kind of in it right now in this season. I felt like last fall I was in it. Um, I feel like I'm turning in it again for a whole different reason this time. Um, and I just feel like I hit these blocks where I just need to stop and I need to, you know, pause my life on, um, social media. I need to just take the time to, um, mentally get my brain, you know, back on track, back where it needs to be. And, um, I do that by isolating. I do that by, you know, just disappearing for a little while. Um, luckily I have a soon to be husband who is, um, so great and so supportive with me during that Jordan knows when like I just need my space um but he also has a healthy balance of knowing like when when he should like you know come and be like hey like when I do when I do need him beside me um but I feel like the majority of my healing happens by myself like me you know being in my own space doing my own things. Um, journaling, like you said, is a big one for me. I haven't done it too much lately, but I feel like it's always been a big part of my life. Um, throughout basically a lot of my circumstances. Um, I just like to read in general. I think reading, uh, is kind of something that helps me to like, I don't want to say escape because that sounds like I'm not really focusing on the problem at hand. Um, but it's a good, pause mental life pause for me that I can just kind of tune into something else for a little bit um and 
put everything else kind of on a back burner and just let it, you know, settle for a second. Um, I think day to day, if I've had a long day, I love to take baths. Um, I love to just, I, I think the heat, you know, steam of like warm water is very therapeutic to me. And I just sit and think and just, you know, let my brain kind of, kind of go and, uh, do some mental processing and, you know, try and walk my, uh, self through the day's events as best as I can. Um, yeah, there's so many things. Um, and I think a big one for me too, is traveling. I think having the time I've been very, very privileged and blessed to have the opportunity to travel. Um, but I think traveling for me is something that helps me kind of to recoup myself a little bit. It, I like to say it helps me to find myself again in new ways, in new places, um, or places that are familiar to me and just connect back to myself. So yeah, there's so many, so many things for me. I feel like I kind of just went on a tangent a little bit. But um, I think too, before I forget in this brain or this thought pops um, back out of my brain, I think therapy um, is a huge help. Uh, it has been for me. I, I know, I believe we've talked about this on the podcast, but I, I highly recommend everybody going to see a therapist at least at one point in your life, if not multiple times, I'm sure um, my therapy sessions are far from over. I'm sure there'll be many more to come in my future. And I'm okay with that because it is so helpful to talk to somebody or just talk your um, your thoughts out that, that go on your in your brain, especially when you're someone like me and you struggle with PROCD, um, you know, uh, anxiety and things like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So many things you said, so many things that I feel like we could take so many different like trails. This podcast could turn into so many different directions. Um, I would love to ask a follow-up question in relation to what you said kind of towards the beginning, which was that this time, this like depression, this fall is different than like last time. And I just want to take a moment to like recognize what a rough transition for anyone who experiences like the four seasons, um, especially for my fellow Wisconsinites. Um, this transition can be so hard. Um, and especially I feel like if you have any type of mental illness, it probably is even harder for me with depression, it, the change into fall and the change from Christmas into like that long, like, is it ever going to be spring season? Like those are like yeah. two of the hardest transitions, um, mentally, yeah, absolutely. So you said that they were different and I would love to hear what's going on in your life. Like how, or like what you've gone through in the past, like how this is different for you. Um, I think for me right now, and I'm sorry if I'm going to get emotional for some reason, I've just been like super crazy emotional today. I think I've cried like five times mm-hmm. and I can definitely tell I'm still going to cry. Um, so I'm apologizing in advance. My period is coming next week. 
the hormones are going crazy. And I just think there's so much like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you ever hit those times in your life where you just feel off. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because yeah. that's how I feel lately. Um, and I have nothing to be off about. I feel I have nothing pretty major to be off about, but for some reason I just feel off. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like right now, um, it, it's funny looking back a year ago because I literally don't have any of the same problems that I did as I did from last year. There are totally different seasons of life. Um, and I never would have expected, you know, a year ago looking forward to now that I would be in the position that I'm in. Um, I have so many blessings in my life right now. I feel like I have a lot of profound blessings, but at the same time, um, I think there's a lot that it's just hard. It's hard to navigate um, a new season when it's very new to you. Like starting a new job is really hard. Um, being a first year teacher is very hard. I've been warned. Um, but I, you don't really saw like truly genuinely hard it is until you step into the role and have to figure it out yourself. And then um, on top of that, like I'm getting married, uh, planning wedding is hard. And then to top that all off, I um, babysit this, my sweet little baby on the weekend. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just think, oh, sorry. Um, I just, today, I woke up and I just immediately felt off. Like, my whole body felt off. I felt tired. I mean, I am tired. Um, but I couldn't stop thinking about that little baby that we, um, help watch some weekends. And I don't think I fully let it process me yet that um, she could just be taken out of our life very fast. And I was having a conversation about her today uh, with my coworkers during lunch. And it just, I think it hit me then that, you know, she could just be, um, gone at some point and I pray that never happens but it's a huge possibility uh and for some reason that's really been weighing on me today like more so more today than any other day and I just you know I don't know it's just this hard to explain feeling because at this point we love her um I knew that was going to happen John and I've had the hard conversations before we started watching her um that obviously things can change really fast and we have to be prepared and ready for that and we will try and be as prepared and ready for that as possible when that if that time comes um but you don't realize how much you truly do love them um, until 
and I think this is just for people in general. You don't really appreciate people until they may be gone for you, from you. And um, it scares me that one day she may be gone from me. Mm. And there's nothing I can really do about that. There's that that's out of both of our control. Um, so yeah, I think just, I don't know. I just feel like my birthday was this past weekend. I get birthday sad every year. I get birthday depression. Um, that sounds so silly, but it's true. Um, I get sad on my birthday. I just feel like it's another year or another reminder of me aging and not just even me aging, everybody around me aging too. Like my parents, my grandparents, I get sad. Um, if certain people in my life don't wish me a happy birthday, um, then my brain makes me think that I'm like not appreciated. Um, are not cared for by people the way that I care about them. It's just a spiral, I think, right now for me today, this week. <laughs> um, and yeah, therefore, I think I just need a mental isolation break and get like away from social media for a little bit and just build myself back up again, um, be in a healthy state. And then return back when I'm ready. I don't know. There's so many things, but yeah, hopefully <laughs> that makes sense right now. Lately to all my periods have been getting super extra emotional the last few months. So I don't know why my hormones are doing that to me, but they are like, I've just been extra, extra emotional uh, when it's my time of the month. So we love that for me. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing where you're at. I mean, that's very personal and very raw. Like you're going through it right now. Like all these things are just happening and like, it's not easy to talk about things um, while we're going through them it's easy yeah. to talk about them after we have gone through them and we've made it out the other side we can like wrap it up in a pretty bow yeah yeah absolutely yeah. <sighs> um I just I don't know if I fully understand the birthday sad but like everything that you said like I as someone who's gone through depression, you made a ton of sense. And there was a lot of feelings that uh, like, I was like, yeah, I've, I've experienced those. I wouldn't know how to put it in words, certainly not after like yeah. that kind of pretty bow, but like you're going through it. And I feel like you were able to put it in words really beautifully. Um, birthdays are weird because I know I feel like, Oh, I have to celebrate this. And I also feel that, um, I don't feel like it if someone doesn't wish me a happy birthday, unless say it would be like my innermost family, not including my mom, um, because that doesn't bother me. Um, but, um, my like inner family and then it's not even like if my friends don't wish me happy birthday on Facebook or via text, like I'm not going to be hurt. Um, but like, 
if we don't do something on the day of my birthday, like that actual day for me is somehow like, I will be like super like angry and sad. Um, so I've tried to reiterate the importance of the day, but then after my birthday is done, I kind of almost have this like sadness like this. <sighs> now what? Like, great. I've celebrated a year of life that hopefully I lived well. Yeah. But now I have another <laughs> year ahead of me. I know there's another. Yes. Yes. Ah. Oh, gosh. Um, isn't, I want to say that your entire like heart coming through with, um, the baby that you've been watching, um, I haven't gone, I haven't gone through something like that. Um, but it's so evident, um, even if like, I'm sure people can hear it in your voice, but certainly like I can see it in your face. Um, it's so evident, like how much she means to you. And, um, I want to say two things. One, um, you will be an excellent mother, um, full compassion. And, um, I know your kids will be wildly loved. And then second, in regards to the baby now, even if she is taken, I do believe that every child, like at every stage, this development is so important. Um, and if she has to go through more trauma, if that's part of her life story, she is so lucky to have some formative mm -hmm. moments with you. She is so blessed to have time with you and Jordan, because I know mm -hmm. she's been really <laughs> photos with her and Jordan are so cute. You know, like last night we were going to bed, she was with us yesterday. Um, and I looked at Jordan and I said, you know what, babe? As much as we think we're changing her life, she's really, truly changing ours too. Like, I don't, I don't think you fully grasp it until um, it happens to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's changed her life. Um, and for that, I'm so thankful that God allowed us to experience that. I pray one day I get to experience that even more. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, we always pray for her safety. That is the number one reason why we watch her um, is just to keep her safe. Um, and we know that she's safe with us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I feel like I say it's been a journey a lot, but it's, <laughs> I feel like every single, uh, experience that I've been through has truly been a journey for my life. Um, I don't know what God's plan is yet. Maybe I'll never know. Maybe I'll just continue to go on journeys every single year at this point. I feel like that's what's, that's just what's going to happen to me considering I've been on like 5,000 journeys every single year. Um, but no, I feel like 
in this circumstance. <sighs> She's truly changed our life. And um, I pray for the time she's been with us that we have been able to change hers. Um, even just a tiny ounce. So there's no doubt in my mind that you will, especially with babies. Like it's so like the number of times people smile at them and things like that, the positive things that you can be doing that maybe <laughs> What is that? Um, I know it's like planting seeds, even if you don't get to see the harvest. Yeah. Like you are planting little seeds, little smiles or little hugs, like those things matter. And I pray she knows that. I pray she knows that. That you had two people who really have no connection to you at all that love you so much mm -hmm. and um but genuinely do anything for you so oh goodness gracious yeah <laughs> there are so many things yeah so many things but I trust that God's plan is great I pray um, he continues to keep her safe and loved and um, yeah, yeah. like and hope for at this point and pray that we can be in her life as long as, as long as possible. So um, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. I can't imagine how hard it is. It's hard. It's hard. It's harder than I thought. <laughs> That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it. Um, I was prepared, but it's a lot harder um, than you think it is. You know, because you get attached and uh, you just love them. Yeah. So, I also feel like oh there are other people, but other people that are going through things like you, I know that there are that um, do like foster care and stuff at a young age, but wow. I mean, that's a lot to be going through at your age. I feel like you are experiencing some real realities. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we do everything we can for her on our end, and um, we're happy to do that for her. So, yeah, there's just so many things that just are swirling in my brain right now in this season of my life. Like, it's just one of those things where I wish I could just escape, go go somewhere and just take like a five mental break days and just recoup myself and um get get back to where I need to be yeah so. you talked about reading earlier and you said I don't want to call it escape 
Um, and I do think that there's to some extent that we can identify that escaping can be um, a form of self-harm. Like, mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. definitely like you could escape, say, hours in front of your TV, just not do right. things. I've definitely done that type of escapism in my right. depression. Um, but it definitely and also I've like self-destructed as well by like withdrawing like from not texting my friends um kind of not wanting to do things um my emails still are always piling up I really need to unsubscribe to more things because I just can't keep yeah. it <laughs> um but I think there can be a very healthy escapism even as like you, you were saying about travel um, some very healing. Yeah, I think that, that's one of the biggest ones for me is traveling. Yeah. Some very healing moments for me have happened, um, like at state parks or even just around the green Bay air area, um, in Swamico where I lived, like there's a sensible, like wildlife area so it's like right next to the bay and there's something even like when I'm really depressed and like in fall and it's grays and browns like and just the blue water out there like there's something in walking and getting out of like my ordinary life that to somewhere I'm not normally in that just is very healing Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. I relate to that too. You know, just, I just think it's the word I'm looking for. Taking the time to process things alone in a, in a place that's calming to you is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah another thing that I think is accessible probably to both you and me um, that is not necessarily accessible to everyone but something that I find like talking about these last couple episodes when we talked about like my childhood trauma um, to say that in some ways that wasn't triggering would be like just just a lie um because like leading up to us talking or coming off of us talking like a few days um and it would be this anxiety about what I was going to talk about and then coming off of it like the anxiety that I'd talked about it Yes. Um, and those are also moments where like I would experience what I like I don't have pure OCD but like obsessive thoughts um, or recurring thoughts or catastrophizing um, those are moments where that would happen um, and I think safety um, is the one thing 
that like I would come back to. And I think my husband provides that for me. Like if I could just, once I'd kind of like de-escalated down from the, from the tough conversation, um, having some safety, um, in my husband and knowing that if no one else approved of me, if no one else had a positive thought of me, uh, I would have him and we would be okay. Like this was my safe space. Like I'm, it's almost like in that place where you can't give yourself um, that reassurance, like that you'll always be loved yeah. uh, or have that space. Like, I feel like that's a beautiful part of having a life partner who can do that for you. Even like, and I Raymond never, when Raymond and we never had, had a conversation about it. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe I said, oh, I've been exhausted because I had the podcast with Madison and it just the mm -hmm. conversation drained me, but we never really had a conversation, but it was just more the living, like regrounding myself. I think like after the triggering conversation, regrounding myself, oh, Raymond and me are fine. We're having dinner or, you know, yeah. we have the weekend together, like regrounding myself. And this is my life. My past trauma is not my life or this like scary thing is not my life this is my life and I'm okay here um and that's not always available when you're going through something really sucky um I'm talking about the past you know that's maybe not applicable as much to what you're going through yeah. um but also I um recently sent a text message that was kind of confrontational and very triggering for me like I had all these worries about if the person was going to respond how they were going to respond and I like sh showed my husband the text and I was like oh my gosh I'm regretting sending this I like I knew that I should send it that it was true to my heart but I was like I don't know how to cope I don't know what to do should I have done this um and just that reassurance of like oh Priscilla what's the worst that's gonna happen you know right. really what what's gonna that happen end up going okay and well yeah yeah so it? it's fine now but there was so much like anxiety, anxiety. as soon as I sent the text you know I feel that too with things and having someone who can just be there for you can be huge. Absolutely. Just, just living. Just Absolutely. Living yeah. Another thing, I don't know if you do this, um, gratitude. So. I need to be better at that. Yeah. I mean, I want to do like a 30-day gratitude thing and I generally don't end up like making it through past like maybe 10 days yeah. um but I definitely feeling feel like writing down 10 things a day that I'm grateful for 
really reopens my eyes. Um, it's a great thing for me when I'm getting, um, keeping up with the Joneses vibes, Mm -hmm. which like Instagram can do, um, or just generally having a lack of appreciation for like my surroundings or the blessings. Mm -hmm. Like it can really ground me and not immediately, but like slowly change like how I feel. Good way to cope. And medication. I just have to say medication. Thanks, medication. (laughs) That's great too. We love, we love her. And destigmatizing it because I feel like yes. Yeah. There's so many. Um I don't know. Like even I still sometimes feel like, oh, I'm on an antidepressant. I feel like some shame or embarrassment about it. And yeah you got to do what you got to do. Your brain doesn't want to do its thing. Exactly. You have to. And if you live in Wisconsin, if you live in Wisconsin and, and you have seasonal affective disorder on top of depression or on top of anxiety or something else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So many things. Um, well, is there anything else you want to add? Um, I guess I just want to say, um, that I think our very first podcast, which was like our welcome and, um, maybe it's because of it's the welcome, but maybe because I think we also talked about depression on our very first podcast, um, is still the one is still our episode with the most downloads, um, I think maybe because people are curious about what our podcast is about, but also I think probably because we're not alone because a lot of other people are going through this. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm thankful for you, my friend, that I just have this space to talk it out. Mm-hmm. Talk about these hard conversations and these hard things. That's so healing. This is healing to me, Priscilla. This yeah, conversation can be very healing. Conversation is a huge one. Huge. So I guess, you know what, with that being said, I want our listeners to know that whatever it is they're going through, they are not alone. Um, everybody has something that's hard in their life. And, um, you know, we reach out to people you love and um there are people out there that love you and support you and that have you yeah that is absolutely I mean that's the biggest thing I would say too take the time you need to process um if you're withdrawing I mean I've done that but like what I really need to do after I've withdrawn so far is I need to go and be by people who love me like it's how I have to come out of my depression yeah exactly 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 so only isolate for so long and then reach out yes yes 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We love and appreciate you. And we will talk to you for the next podcast. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk Talk soon. soon. So your host next week? Heck yeah. Can't wait.